What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Five Leader Sports Podcast. I am your host, Leader Johnson, the host with the most. So have a toast. Feeling over radio. I want to talk about this team. Gotta talk about this team, man. Shout out to Lil Dirk and J. Cole. All my life, the track is crazy. Listen, man. I don't know. People people forget real quick. And I think that the, the perception of Villanova is totally down. I, I, okay, listen. We forget what Joy Lines, you know, did when Wright was here. And I know people have the doubt. I'm trying to be trying to be considerate of people's feelings. They got this doubt about Coach Neptune, even though it's his first year. Totally was through a, a roster he didn't create. You know, I, I had things. I always say my thing because, I, I you know, I get on y'all about. But he proved his late season run, man. Like, he's coming. He coached hard. He coached good. Like, the last 10 games, last 15 was really a, listen, he made it to a record where he could have got even worse. He could have he could have went down. He didn't make it to that record. He fought to the end and that, to the last game. I mean, I know the NIT was crazy, but, you know, they didn't have Cam. They didn't have Justin. And the team you're trying to coach isn't there. So let's get to it. When we get back, man, um, we're going to talk. We're going to break it down. Each starting five member and a couple. The two guys who I feel like are really important for the squad, for the squad to succeed. So when we come back, we will break it down and let you know why Villanova is going to be this winning team, man. You know, I, I had to, you know, some games I had to go back film because it's always like the, you know, you can't get the film from nobody as a coach. But, you know, you go back to certain games that are posted and you look at them, you look at how people play, you look at stats and you look at stat lines and you remember, oh, I remember that game. And then what y'all going to understand is why Villanova is a Final Four contender next year. The only thing you question is Coach Neptune, can he do it? Why can't him coach him Fordham? Fordham from two and sixteen to sixteen and sixteen. Tell y'all just how good of a coach he is once he makes up the squad. Like cause he brought a lot of recruits in Fordham. So when we get back, we will we'll talk about we will break this down. We will shut people up. This is following the podcast. Get out. 
had to finish. But the media called me a menace. I just said with the mayor, politicians. I'm trying to change the image. You can't blame my past no more. I come from the trenches. Some said I'd never be a superstar, but I know I'm different. I'm a voice, but the system ain't give me a choice. Know some people that's still unemployed. I know a fellow who trying to be for Shout support, you only support. For a visit, I'm going through courts. Went to jail, they was chaining me up. And you know that I'm famous as fuck. See how you gon' talk about stimulus, but they really had came in the clutch. I know some kids wanna hurt themselves. Stop trying to take drugs, I refer to myself. Trying to better myself, trying to better my health. But all night, all my life, they're trying to keep me down. They're trying to keep me down. All this time, all this time, never thought I'd make it out. Never thought I'd make it out. No, no. No. Generation ghetto nigga, cold world, hello niggas, made out of the city with my head on straight, niggas keep shooting up the let out, yo enjoy the pill, gotta get out, the shit that I spit out, it's a cheat code, like I'm facing a Rico, and how a nigga put a hit out, and another one, and, and another one, I got like a hundred of them, by the left niggas, so they think they ahead of me, but I'm really in front of them now, some of them, from a- What's going on y'all, we are back to file the podcast, and talk more Nova, and I want to talk about the acquisitions first of the, the transfers that came, Hakeem Hart coming from Maryland, T.J. Bomber. Well, Washington State, you know, um, T.J. Bomber. See, the thing about Bomber, man, he's a killer, like, as far as the score. I wasn't call you a killer when you just, you can just light it up. You can just go get it, you know. And Iverson always said he did that on his position part. You know, what's your position? Are you a point guard? Are you a shooting guard? He said, I'm a killer. Like, I just go get it. Like, that's it. You, you can't call me a point guard. You can't call me a shooting guard. Y'all call me a killer. And he's in the class by himself. You know, we'll talk about that on another podcast. But Bomber goes and gets it. 15.8 a game. He goes and gets it. Like, he's a guy that's going to be, you know, you can depend on him from outside. You know, A three-point shooter that can shoot. He shot 37% from three. Also size seventy three percent on the free throw line, but all but he can shoot better. He shot seventy eight percent the year before. Like you, you get with now, you're gonna get with Villanova, and you know Villanova makes players better. That's another thing. Nobody's counting. Nobody's counting that, and nobody's looking at the culture. Like it's so much disrespect toward Nova. It's crazy because Nova makes players better. And what you think they're gonna do to a guy like T.J. Bomber? I mean, him playing with more, the times he'll be open, the times, because it's going to be other scores. They're going to have to account, and they're not going to be used to Bomba. Nobody's clear, you know, getting up with those first-year players when people got to go in their playbooks. They ain't seen these guys play. You got to go get film with other teams. and get. But Bomba's a score, man. When you had 15.8, you almost a 20-point-a-game score. I mean, you got to – a guy that scores 15.8 can get 30 on you. Like TJ Bomber. He had a stretch of games where he he kind of let you know who he is. From February the second to March 14th. Stretch of games. He averaged 18.1 points, 3.5 rebounds, shot 44% from the fi- from the field, 43% from three, 81% from free throw. Like 
the type of player. He had a game where he had 36 points, 7 7 from free throw. He was 10 for 15 from the field, 3 for 5 from the three point line. Like, he's the type of guy. You know, he had three games where he had 20 or more, including a 36 point game. I mean, he's just that type of guy that can play and impact. And, and he was on his high horse, just like Hakeem Hart. Hakeem Hart had a stretch of games from, you know, from February the 7th to March 18th. He had 11.9 points, 3.6 rebounds, 3.5 assists. He had a game where he had 23 points, 5 rebounds. You know, he had uh, 20, a game where he had 20 points, 4 rebounds. Six assists. He had another game where he had seven assists. He had another game where he had eight assists. Like I remember, I was talking with Coach Howard. And he was telling me about how how he can, you know, he he can he can bring the ball up. He's a ball handler. So they're going to have matchups where Hakeem Hart and you know Justin Moore and Mark Armstrong or Brendan Housen or you know it's going to be shooters on the floor. He can he can pass real good. Hakeem Hart can pass. You know, people was on there, oh, he's a guard. I know he, whatever, whatever. All right, whatever. He, he's going to play some guard, but he's going to play the power forward if they don't get a big man to come in there and start. If Eric Dixon is the center, Hakeem Hart will be the four guy. There's no way in hell unless he comes off the bench and you say, okay, just look at the, the Villanova team. Just want to let y'all know this. Look at the Villanova team. You come in, you look at the team, and you say you take Hakeem Hart and you want to put him at go. I guess it's uh, you telling me that Justin Moore – and Hakeem Hart will be a starting backcourt. And then it's Jordan Longino. This is the only thing I can think of. And TJ Bomba. When Jordan Longino is a three and a guard. But you, you're going to end up putting him at. You got to put him at four. He's the bigger guy. Um, but you got TJ Bomba and him. You just decrease yourself. You just totally opened yourself. That has to be a lineup. That would better be a lineup to where, you know, you come in there, but that can't be a start lineup. That, a lineup to where you want to put all shooters in there. You got Eric Dixon. But still, even then, it looks crazy because you could put Joy Longino at guard like he's supposed to be and put Hakeem Hart, who is 6'8". There's no way in the world right now we're, we're just we're looking at the roster. Not saying he can't play guard because he can. He has all the skills. Uh, he's played guard before. Um, since high school, he's played guard. In college, he's played guard. But now at Villanova, you're going to be six eight, and you're going to play the power forward position. That's just what it is. Not only that, he's been a forward. He's been a forward in high school. He was ranked a forward. He has forward capability. Just because he can pass, you don't call him a guard. But he has six eight passing ability. I mean, with Grant Hill, because he could pass as a guard, he could shoot. I just don't see what people are arguing that notion that He's going to go in there and play guard when you clearly know because Jermaine Samuels had to move to the four. Brandon Slater had to move to the four. They got a 6A guy, another 6A guy. They're going to put him at the four. Everybody's mad. I don't know what's going on. The man is a player. He had four steals, 20 points, four rebounds, six assists, four steals. I mean, he went against people like Baylor, UCLA, had great games. T.J. Bomber played good against Oregon. You know, guys like that, looking at the games, they had big games. They were the guys to depend on. Um, through that stretch, from February the 7th to March 18th, 
Like I said, Hakeem Hart averaged 11.9 points, 3.6 rebounds, 3.5 assists. 1.5 steals. 51% from the field. 38% from three. 74% from the free throw line. So you got two guys. I mean, it makes Moore's job so much. I mean, he has to be happy with the guys he's getting to, to pass to. Because, you know, Moore, he takes on a lot of that. And, then you know, Armstrong will be the next and then Dixon. Now they got guys just going to make them better because you can pass it to them. These guys can play. Hakeem Hart is an all-around player, can do the little things, uh, can play defense, explodes, explosive. He's going to be a problem more than anybody because of his length and what he can do all around. But then you got to look back. I mean, that's, that's an opinion of mine because I feel like his length. But you look at Bamba, he can score in bunches. He's going, him and Moore are going to be those guys. And then Mark Armstrong. Mark Armstrong, when you put talent around a good good point guard, look how he played at Team USA. When he was at his high school, the way he plays, he makes people better. He can make great passes. He can, he can dunk on you, shoot from the three. I mean, looking at Mark Armstrong, what he does, what he can do, it's phenomenal. Justin Moore came back, right? He came back in the stretch. He had a stretch where he scored 16.4 points. This was the stretch of a, him coming back and, you know, when they started to make their run. Moore started, you know, when they played um when they played Butler. When he scored 15 against Butler from then on. That stretch. From February 14. To March 9th, man. To end the season, he averaged 16.4 points, three rebounds, 3.4 assists, shot 47% from the field, shot 40% from three, 88% from the free throw line. I mean, listen, Mark had a game. He had a good game. He had a game against Boston College. 13.7 rebounds, three assists, two steals. Mark Armstrong, three for five from three, four for 10 from the field. Hit both his free throws. That game, he was like really showing who he was. Like, and then you look at Eric Dixon, man. Eric Dixon had a stretch from February the fourth to March fourteenth. Team was seven and five. Um, fifteen point six point eight rebounds, forty eight percent from the field, forty two percent from three, eighty four percent from free throw line. I'm just giving you who's all on this team. This is the start. This is your starting five. This is your starting five. You know, Dixon had some monster, monster games. A couple of 22-point games. I mean, Dixon had some. I mean, he really showed. I think, and that's not getting looked at enough. When you get on the floor, you got to account for Eric Dixon. Like, he's really going to be hard to, to handle. I understand size. If we don't get size, Dixon can still at the five, average 16, and eight, could get a double-double. Don't doesn't even matter. We just need more size that helps us win. I think I understand, but if you the, the thing that beats that is athletically, they got athletes. Teach them to play defense. Trey, Trey Patterson, everybody, oh, Trey, Trey Patterson, everybody, this crazy notion that he won't get no time is totally dead. He, the man only played 6.8 minutes. And I mean, what did he play the year before that? And this is what you're judging him on. You know, you shouldn't even be looking at basketball. 
when he gets out there, when people go out there and contribute, that's that's big too. If they go out there with six point eight minutes and show something, that's big too. But six point eight can't be the final judgment. You just good for him to do something. And six point eight, could you imagine? Like it's crazy. It's, it's crazy how people think now. Brandon Housen, another guy. Um, Jordan Longino had plenty of double-figure games. We know he was hurt, but the big games that he had, he had four double-figure games, including the 13 points against St. John's. Brendan Housen, man, listen. When his brother shoots, he impacts. Chris Archidiakono. It's crazy when people say things about Chris, man, because if you look up these numbers, man, you got to do your homework. When he gets 30 minutes a game, man, they, they're like 5-0, and oh, man. 30 minutes a game. Look at the season. Like 5-0. and oh. But when he gets between 10 and 21 minutes, you know, we had um, – this is 7-14. They had 11 games like that. It was 7-4. So I'm giving you those two numbers because he won't get 30 minutes like that. I mean, now this team has got the people they need, but – um, he will get between ten and twenty-one. That that'll happen. You know they respect him. He's a, you know why he's a dog for. The boy's a dog. He fights. He plays defense. He makes smart passes. Everybody wants him to be. But he averaged thirty-eight percent from three. He just averaged thirty percent, thirty-seven percent from the field. He averaged thirty-eight percent from three last year. You use a guy like that. You get a guy like Longino. You get a guy like Howard. You have a shooter off the bench that can pay. Doesn't make mistakes. He usually puts him in the best position to win. I mean, I understand he's not athletic like Mark. He's not going to be a Mark Armstrong, but he, he he still is a helper to win. He helps you win. Yes, you need Mark Armstrong. You need a, a guard like that, but you also need Chris Archidiakono. It's like you need Alex Caruso. You know, people love it. Listen, Chris Archidiakono is a player. They respect him. They gave him time. That's one thing. When his career is over, they, he can't say they ain't give him a chance to, you know, he could have actually took taken that position. If he would have, you know, um, scored, like, you know, 15 a game. If he scored 15 a game, I mean, you now you're looking like, okay, you know, Chris has just started until, you know, you know, just to, if he would have put on a show at point guard, he would have been a starter. It wouldn't even been. They would have had to, you know, and, and this would have been a situation. You know, it would have been a situation like, okay, does he come off the bench still, scoring what he scored? Or do we give Mark the keys? I think it's simple. You give Mark the keys, even if he would have had fifteen. But knowing Nova, if he would have had fifteen, listen, when Quinterly came to Villanova, when Quinterly came to Villanova, I mean. He's a five-star, top 20. The hype is real. and But Colin had already won it over. It was like, what, are they, what were they going to do? Were you going to put Colin in? in, 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 in but, but see, Quinley got time. He just wanted it now. He didn't want to wait too much longer, um, maybe get in there to start at the shooting guard position. But that wasn't going to happen. So Quinley just wanted to go play faster. And they allowed him to be a starting point guard the next year. And so that's just how that goes. You know, it's just how it goes. Um, and that's just unfortunate. 
Like, do you sit there and say, we're going to play Quinterly? Quinterly's had a great career at Alabama. You know, Alabama's went to the Final Four, just like Gillespie's went for the, what, that was his fourth, third trip. Like, Gillespie's one of the greatest of all time in Villanova, but they don't even get the credit he should. I mean, he has a title. Okay? He went back to the Final Four. Like, he's two-time Big East player of the year. He's one of the best Big East players of all time. So you have to, like this team, what I'm trying to say about this team, Housing and Longino are going to be players that are going to be hella players to guard. Those two alone, let's just stop talking about everybody else on the bench. Chris is the next guy that gets the, you know, the time. Longino can play three, can play two, but it's going to be Longino playing the three, uh, backing up there, and it's going to be Housing backing up the two. It's going to be Archie Diacono backing up the point guard. That's just how it is. Now you you want to see if if um your big thing is you want to see is if Patterson is going to if none of the because I think them guys are all going to get time yes they are now we're we're talking about what's going on in the transfer portal Grant Nelson okay Grant Nelson everybody wants him they see his athletic ability they're wild he's a talent he would be a upgrade. If we get, if we get, excuse me, if Villanova gets Grant Nelson, that'll be a big upgrade, just like it would be Hunter Dixon. They'll be they'll do so much with him. Naheem McLeod, the same thing. You talking people talking about free throw shots? Listen, with Villanova, what he can do that could capitalize over his free throw shooting is, and it's crazy because, like I said, um, okay, if people are talking about stats. He shot sixty percent in high school. You think it's going to stay at 40 when he gets the time and he's he wasn't even shooting free throws. You get like one free throw a game. You look at the average, you're going to go off that average. He got like one free throw a game. Like he wasn't getting enough for y'all. to. That's just crazy. It's crazy. But he impacted shot blocks, six blocks that game. Six blocks in one game. He, he's a he's. You look at his clip. Look at his film. What Villanova could do with a guy that tall, what Armstrong and Moore would do, man. A guy that tall that can rebound, block shots, and score in the post. That's all they need. You got all the shooters you need. You got all the shooters you need. They foul him, whatever. Somebody he's not going to be the point guard. <laughs> Go ahead and foul him. He's going to get some and ones too. He's seven foot four. So what are you going to? You going to foul him on purpose? You going to foul out? So that with, with scores that Villanova will have, he still will be an upgrade. Um, Isaiah Miranda, I mean, he was a top fifty player. Um, that, that's a just, they're after him. The, the Zuby as four, he he um, visited. That's another guy, but he's a power forward. So they're going, they're looking for somebody to come in the portal. And I think Villanova gets somebody. They're going after enough people. They're going after enough people right now. And uh, checking on guys. Like Villanova is Papa Kante. Another person. Like they're checking on guys. It's really going to be something to see with Howard in there. So you can get ready for excitement because with Howard in there, you have another guy. He's been in the game. He's been recruited. He's recruited big time players. So he he's different from even Anderson and Nardi. Because Nardi's good. Nardi goes and gets them. Anderson's good. Anderson goes and gets him. You hear his name a lot. 
of Garrett Sundro. You want to talk about Garrett Sundro? Just did an interview with him. Was, uh, yes, he's very interested in Villanova. He's looking to do a visit. We don't know when the schedule, but he's looking to make a visit. No question. This all is on record. This is it. He talked about Penn State, talked about Maryland, and he talked about Notre Dame, which Notre Dame seems like they're competing with Penn State. <laughs> it's like Shrewsbury, anybody they recruit, Shrewsbury is trying to, you know, come there. If it's transfer, if it's a, if it's a recruit, he's going there. He got guys committing, you know, transfer, the son transferred, transferred a couple guys that he recruited, transferred. Uh, Kerry Booth decommitted, and he's now he's there too. So, hey. That's crazy because Calvin Booth was a Penn State legacy and they couldn't even yeah, it was no way. I mean, he he was going with Shrewsbury. So uh that's one that's the guys that Villanova was competing with. Merlin, uh, Georgetown, uh the people that seem to be on the list with Villanova on a lot of these, uh let's see, Penn State, Gonzaga, of course Kentucky and Duke is gonna be around, but the transfer portal. And now he's about to go in hard after offering Cooper Flag. That's the third um, top 10 guy. You know, Cooper's top three. Um, Isaiah How- Harwell is another guy. He's number six in the nation. Malik, um, I mean, he's number seven in the nation. Malik Thomas is number six. They are going in in the 2025. They are going e- even in more than they are now. They, I, I think they're going to get a good recruiting class in 2024. It's the start of um, Neptune recruiting. Even more getting getting this class. I mean, I know he did some offers. You know, he was halfway. That's not the start of his whole recruiting. It's twenty twenty four is the start. Um, he he got time to put his persona in. Um, then twenty twenty five is going to be crazy. I just think it's the next two Neptune can recruit. That's just what it is. And you say what he want about him coaching. Go ahead, talk talk. But recruiting, you're going to get players. You're going to get your players. You are going to get your players. So, and then you got Ashley Howard, that is so huge. And Baker Dunleavy, like, you know how huge it is? This is who they won championships with, the first one. Like, the first one, and then, you know, Howard, and, and they was there for the second one. These guys have all won. They've won. And then you put these guys back with Nardi and Anderson, these young scouts. Anderson's always doing his thing, man. Like, always traveling, always getting it in, man. And Nardi's always going out, you know, the extra, the recruiting. Like, yeah, Nardi is a, he's a recruiter and he's getting his love. Um, especially the coaching staff loves him. Like, this team, when you play this team, you, you're going to have to stop five people. Yes, you, you're going to, and then Hart's going to get so much more because the people that are in the way, if, if they get a big a big center, let's just say they get Nelson or they get Miranda or they get McLeod, if they get any one of them three, they're starting. I, I just think that makes him a starter, and you put you put Dixon, and then Hakeem Hart still going to get starter minutes. And then you put Hakeem Hart. It, people say what they want about Miranda maybe coming off the bench. That could happen. I mean, I'm not saying that can't happen. I'm just saying that wouldn't make no sense. I mean, you put Dixon at center and then you let a big guy come off the bench when you could easily get a mismatch or, or equal up with a seven foot one center Miranda and a six, seven, two fifty five power forward and Eric Dixon. I just don't, if you get a center, if you get Grant Nelson, if you get Naheem McLeod, or if you get um, Isaiah Miranda, you start both of them. Papa can't take, no, he's six, eight, he's two fifteen. 
him and uh, Zuby Edge for 6'8", 220, 215. These guys are not big like that. One thing they can do is block shots. Bring those guys off the bench. And um, I think you, you could play them at power forward with Trey, Tom, Trey Patterson. You know, um, but if you get Papa Kante right now, or or if you get Zuby Edgeford, he's a guy that could be on a 2023, come and play this year. Playing this year, yeah, I think that would be big. That would be big for him to come in there with uh, Trey Patterson. You got Nana Njoku backing up. Now that now the team has another, I think he would definitely get time, but I think it's also a possibility they redshirt him. McLeod has two more years left, and people are like, oh, Njoku wouldn't get no time. Okay. Njoku is not seven foot one, seven foot two, even seven foot. He's 6'10", 245. He's perfect to be a power forward. Next year, you get McLeod. When them guys all leave, that's his job. Nana Njoku, that, that Jenna Njoku gets in there. You know, you're looking at Zuby Edger for what if they get in a situation where they get him and McLeod? What if that happens? Then you say Zuby's definitely going to back up. Nana Njoku's going to be starting. That's what's going to happen. Trey Patterson is the guy that's next. You know, you got Nana Njoku, he's going to get time. Like, seriously, it, it, it's so much that could go on on that point. What if they get Papa Kante or if they get Zuby Ejiofor and, you know, you get you got Nana Njoku? I mean, if you get either one of those guys with the depth there, Dixon leaves, Hakeem Hart leaves, now you're looking at Njoku at center or at power forward. If you got Naheem McLeod, yeah, Njoku was going to be a power forward. You know, or you got Pat Patterson who's right there. He's going to get time. Njoku could back up, get crazy time. Now you can get Patterson off the bench when Njoku at the power forward position. If you get Zuby Ejiofor right there, then you're talking about both of those guys playing between the four and the five. This is college. They're going to get their time, all four of them. All four of them. So if they get Isaiah Miranda, Grant Nelson, or Naheem McLeod, regardless, I mean, you know, and those guys like Grant Nelson, these these guys, Isaiah Miranda is going to have a lot more time. But either way, Njoku's in the plans. They're going to put Njoku in this offense. I mean, if if Dixon is the center, Njoku's going to come off and get some good backup minutes. Even then, they can put Njoku. They can put Dixon at power four and let Njoku play center on, on some lineups. They're going to be playing Njoku this year. Patterson's going to get time as, as, a, as a power forward. I think he'll even get small forward time. I think Longino will get small forward and guard time. They can really, you know, rotate these guys. This is what this team is. And who's going to be able – let's just put this down. I told you the, the stats and I told you everything. But who is going to be able to hold more Bamba Armstrong, let's do that three. More, more Bamba, Hart. More Hart, Dixon. These guys are all on the, these are the five guys. They all can score. They all can shoot from three. This is going to be, a, once the defense kick, that's the thing. The defense has to kick in. That's what we're talking, the defense, and Hakeem Hart adds to that defense, and then what they're going to teach. This is going to be a hard team to beat. UConn, all of them, these are, you got Bamba, Hart, they all can go off on you. Hart's the more passing guy, but that's why he got the 11 point, you know, points a game. 
He can play point guard. He don't mind sitting back, but he can go off on you. He can light it up. Five guys that can light it up. Now, this is a team. Then you got Howes and Longino come off the bench. Like, them guys can light it up. When you give, Once this team gets in this, you know, it's, it's flow. The chemistry, I always bring it up because it's always the number one thing when you're getting the team together. How, how far does it take them to jail together? Like, how far does it take them to jail together for them to win? Or for them to be at their best, to be at their competing best, to go. I, don't, I won't predict them as a Final Four. I predict them as a Sweet 16, no question. But they have Final Four talent. They do. They have it. All they have to do, the thing is, looking at where they are now, just coming in and, you know, just say they don't gel like they could to make a Final Four because they have a team for it. They have, when you got five scores, you got seven. You got seven guys that are proven they can light it up for you. They scored double figures. They're young. You got seven guys. Even Chris Archidiakono, you got to include him because he's lit it up before. He's played good. That's eight guys you know are going to be effective. Then you got guys you don't know about, Joku and Patterson and Dumont, who are on his team. Dumont's the question mark because we haven't seen him play yet. But, you know, I mean, Joku and Patterson, you just wait. Another thing, Patterson ain't got the minutes. And Joku ain't got the minutes. But these guys were highly recruited. The, the, the first two, Jinjoku and Patterson, big time highly recruited. And Dumont, three star. On every level. On three. ESPN. Rivals. It's not 247. But this man can play. I, I'm really, because he's 6'8 and he can pass. That's another guy who, who knows if he. I'm really anxious to see how Patterson plays, man, because Patterson has it all. This is the make-or-break year. They're going to put him in there. I'm anxious to see what happens. Will they get Miranda? Will they get Nelson? Or will they get Nelson? You got Kentucky, Gonzaga. This is going to be – I think Nelson could go to Kentucky. I mean, this man coming from North Dakota State. The wow factor is bigger with Kentucky than it is for Nova. That, that's just the real deal. I'm talking about – Kentucky and Duke have the wild factor because of their history. Calipari and the one and done, Duke's history. But then you got Villanova. And and what can give Villanova uh, Nelson is he go and he see he won't get no time. One thing about Kentucky, they recruit all these five stars and nobody getting no time. I mean, so, or some people not getting no time. Will he be able to showcase his talents? We just got to see how it is. Y'all see how it is, man. I mean, Oscar, if you look at the Oscar TCB, he did. So that might be a recruiting point for him. But Nova still has a chance, but how much of a chance do they have? I just think there's too many big-time guys after them. And, and Nova's Neptune's Nova. He ain't, you know, you can't say that yet, but soon it will be. Like, if you give him two years of recruiting, it's going to be like, oh, man, yeah, Neptune, because you know his culture now. Um, Isaiah Miranda, seven for one. Really anxious to see how this goes. Zuby Edgefor, man, that would be a good pickup. Um, we're gonna see how this. He visited already, very fast, very quick. As soon as he got on the portal, Villanova was put down as one of his visiting team. So that, that that's a good sign. Let's see how this goes. If they can get another person from Kansas, like they won Jeremiah Robinson Earl from Kansas, 
That was the team right there to beat. That was the number one team to beat Villanova and Jeremiah Robson Earl recruiting. And, you know, they get this recruit. You know, they already lost 100 Dickinson, so to get Zuby Edge of four would be a good win, you know. It's going to be something to see. Like, listen, he can play defense, so he'll get in this game. He'll, he'll be a guy to start and get in the game. And he'll play some five to, to play defense, but that won't be his position. That won't be where he starts at. You know, I mean, that'll be could be next year. I mean, because you got in a joker. There's no way they're going to put him at the five right now. Unless it's going to be Njoku. That's interesting if you take Njoku, put him at center, and then you put Eric Dixon at power forward. And you got, now you got Zuby backing up with Trey Patterson. That's an, interesting, that's an interesting line right there. That's interesting. I think they're trying to get a backup big to put Njoku in there. After Hunter Dickinson didn't come, that could be the line right there. Now, Grant Nelson, that's different. Grant Nelson starts. Naheem McLeod starts. It's even possible with uh, the, the the time left. I mean, they got W Juniors this year. You put them in, and you got a guy you got two years left with Naheem McLeod. You get Naheem McLeod, it's going to be Eric Dixon. It's going to be Eric Dixon at the power four position. The next year, you got Dixon leaving. And like I said, he's 6'9", 6'10", 260. And Njoku, he is definitely is sliding right over the power forward. Then you're looking at Trey Patterson because Bomba's going. You could put Patterson at the small forward position. People could say what they want about this change because they don't believe in Patterson now at the 6.8 minutes per game. They don't believe what they saw, the rebound, the, oh, my God. (laughs) Trey Patterson, Nana Njoku, Naheem McLeod next year. Then you bringing in recruits. Like, who are you going to bring in? If I'm saying Christian Bliss and Jaden Glover, we got another small forward. We got a shooting guard. Then you got to look at who else. I mean, who else could Jaleel Bethia? That's another guard. We losing the guard. Nova losing the guard. That's another guard. Then Caleb Williams. That's a, that's another forward right there at their position. They need they need a backup power forward. You got Jordan Dumont, Jaden Glover, Caleb Williams. A little bit like that's that's a good, and then you got a center in McLeod. You got listen, it looks real good. But another guy I feel like can go Thomas Sorber. I mean, he's he's got him on the list, and he's already said when he's committing. So right now it's all about who's who else is going to come up. If if a Duke or Kentucky come up, I, I don't I don't know who else would be. If Penn State come up, what Kansas come up, what who Alabama? I don't. Th- he he put out that that five. He put out the five, and he's gonna commit in September. And, but if somebody come in that that wows him, that's great. That's enough time. That's why he said fall. He want to see where his recruiting gonna go. You know who who else is gonna get involved? Who will he be interested in? Because there are teams recruiting. All right. Um. So Sorbus won. But Boogie Flan, they're going hard after Boogie Flan, number six player in this 2024 class, a point guard. 
Because possibly, what if Mark Armstrong leaves? Man? I think everybody want to see that. That's a big thing for Boogie. Am I going to get in there and start? Just tell Boogie, look, you'll start next year. You'll start after, you know, Armstrong. Because Armstrong only going to play, listen. He'll, when he's a junior, he's out of here. At this junior season, he's out. It's not, it's not a for sure. I think he'll stay, you know, it depends on it. Because the scouts are looking at Mark Armstrong. But it just depends. Um, I'll say it, Marcus Allen. I'll tell you all this all the time, who, who they're recruiting. They're recruiting a lot of people in 2024 hard. And a lot of them are speaking good about Nova. If Nova chooses who they want, four or five people, because I think five could happen, man. I mean, that, that knocks down the uh, transfer portal so hard, you know. You have vets. I mean, Patterson's a junior. Patterson and uh, Nana will be juniors. They'll be seniors the year after that. They'll be seniors. So you, you got to watch out for that. You got to watch out for – you got to give them their time. If they don't start this year, the next year they'll be seniors. You got to give them their time, man. Like it's day time, Nana and, and Patterson, it's day time. Let them start. You can let the young 2024 class learn. You just want to throw them in there. They are gonna get some transfers and no, that's that's crazy. If you get a, you're gonna get they're gonna get a big class and get some young people in there. It, that's what you do. Now after that year, after the Patterson, now you go hard. I'm pretty sure they'll get. I just don't think a four or five man class would mean. Do you have time for? Because you're still going to have Joel Longino. You're still going to have Brendan Housing, who's also good. Like, these guys are all going to be playing. Still got some, you know, some vets that's going to be playing. So, and the next year, you still got, if you get a Christian Bliss or Bethia, Bethia could be the point guard. Bliss could be the, you know, Housing could be the shooting guard with Bethia. You know, that could happen. Or what they would do is, uh, but if you get Boogie Flynn, Boogie Flynn starts next to uh, uh, Brendan Housing. If you get, if you get, but the next year is going to be Mark Armstrong and Brendan Housing. Then after that, if he if he agrees with it, Boogie Flynn will be the next point guard. And so is he agreeing to be there two years? Because you know they're not going to take it from Armstrong until he unless he leaves, and then there's something else they can push out there if he leaves. You know that that can happen because scouts are looking at him. He can have a big. This is the year he have a big year, and they look at him. I, he can definitely leave. I'm just not saying for sure because he can also stay. So it's big. But um, this is a good team. You got to look at, like, it's crazy for people to think it's not a team that can make it. I say Sweet 16, but it's a team that can make it to the Final Four. All they have to do is jail right. They got enough scores. Jail right, play defense. Jail right and play defense. Soon as they jail right, it's a whole nother team. And Mark Armstrong at point guard does it even better. He knows how to play with players. Good players. I mean, he has so many scores. That should be the danger factor. Then Housen's another guy. It's going to be a good team. And they got vets. These guys ain't young players like Kentucky recruited all these five stars. and That doesn't win championships. Like, since when did that trend win you championships? But if you recruit the number one class of Kentucky's recruiting, you got to at least be in the Final Four every year. These are talents. You can even win the championship. How can't you have a talent? Like, but 
Kentucky has proved it. That's why people go other places because they want to go to win because at one time Kentucky was getting people. Like it, it was no no brainer. It was getting the top guys, the number one shoot guard, number one. He did it like got that championship and he ain't even tasted. He ain't even been to the championship. Let alone Final Fours to to really accumulate where he's been. He's won games. Yeah, you can win the season. You got the talent, but where are they gonna go? It's just crazy. But it's about to get good, man. And um, I'm about to be out, y'all. This is Villanova Radio. A lot of things I got coming, but I had to break this roster down because it's just disrespect, disrespectful, man. So I'm out, y'all. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. This is Leader Johnson. I'm out. Follow the leader. I can't mistake.